Hello, my name is Esther Sholari, and I am so excited to be doing this class. Special shout out to 360 Degree Teen Girls. Thank you so much for hosting me, having me, and for giving me this topic. <laughs> so um, we opted for an audio class because of my co-hosts. I'm sure you heard when she just made, made her own appearance, right? <laughs> I absolutely love this topic and that is why I am not going to um, let this topic just go by without me talking about it, like without me doing justice to the topic. So the topic says singlehood, things to do while still single. First and foremost, I absolutely love my singlehood. Oh, Jesus. Like, I look back on my single days and I am grateful. I am grateful I, I spent it on the things I spent it on. I am grateful I invested on the things I invested on. Like, I have no regrets whatsoever. Okay, yeah, maybe maybe one regret. Yeah, I guess there was, yeah, I would, I'll talk about that later, right? But I am so, so excited anytime anytime I think about my singlehood first let us pray father we are grateful we thank you so much for your love your word your presence we thank you because you have great things in store for us open the eyes of our understanding help us to see guide this conversation direct this conversation i don't just want to speak as esther no i want to speak as a vessel of honor in the name of jesus thank you jesus because you would give me the grace to speak a word in season, to speak life and hope in the name of Jesus. That for as many of those that listen to this um, audio resource, that their lives will be blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let us get right into it. I think we should start with things you should not do in your singlehood. <laughs> One, don't waste your time. We are still going to go into things you should do. But one of the things you should not do is do not waste your time. Do not waste your time on things that has no eternal significance. Do not waste your time on things that add no value to you. Do not waste your time on relationships that will mess you up. <laughs> you know, so, some people will be like, when I'm single, it is time for me to flex, know the world, you know. By flex, I mean go into... <laughs> go into illicit relationships um mess up their bodies be in abusive relationships they want to they want to chill with the bad boys right so you see a girl that is like i don't want christian brothers maybe maybe i would marry a christian brother but for now i want to you know see that fine boys back that's the kind of person i want to chill with for now then later we will go for the good ones my sister don't do it don't do it don't do it don't 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 do you know why you shouldn't do it you shouldn't do it because hmm, when you do you realize after a while that you are not who you were before you started entering those messed up relationships. Some of you are in so many abusive relationships or you've been in many abusive relationships that right now, even you yourself, you're an abuser. Do you understand what I just said? Even you yourself, you abuse people. You abuse them emotionally, verbally, spiritually. Like I said, spiritually. 
you bully people you come online and you bully people why because you, you've you've been so messed up you've allowed people mess you up so one of the things you should not do right is to waste your time on relationships that do not add value to you don't waste your time on them don't waste your time on on exploits that basically that's the summary do not waste your time right now the second thing that you should not do in your singlehood is to is to um um hate your single stage while hoping to get married do you understand like i, I mean I, I have seen a lot of singles who they just hate the fact that they are single they just cannot stand the fact the fact that they are single you know so they just want they just want to get married they just want to run out of the house they just want to leave their parents they just want to yeah i understand that there are some parents that are toxic i understand that there are some environments that are not they are not just it but rushing to get married is worse off yes rushing to get married is worse off so you see hating this single stage will not make marriage better let me say that again. Hating this single stage will not make marriage better. The only way marriage will be better is if you see the single stage through the lens of God. It's if you understand the mind of God concerning your singlehood. Why, why are you still single? What is the agenda of God concerning your life? What is that thing God wants you to learn, God wants you to know, do, become before he makes you a family, before he puts you in a home or, or, or should I say before you get married? What are those things? What is in the mind of God for you? But when you hate your single stage, you will miss out on a lot of things. Many of you are, many of you are, you are, you are at this point where you do even want, you, you are scared of Valentine right now because they're like, oh, they are just going to pressure us. They will just prepare us. Who is pressuring you? See, nobody can pressure you without your permission. No. Nobody can pressure you without your permission. Nobody. You are pressured because you have made the decision to be pressured. Because internally, the pressure you are going through on your inside, it is more than all the pressure coming from the outside. So, when you hate your single stage, it blinds you from seeing what God can do in this season. When you and you know, there's um, the scripture says there is a, there is time for everything under the earth. There is a season for everything. For everything, there is a season. Yeah, that is how how the Bible puts it. There is a season. So this season you are in is just for a short while. It is just for a short while. The number of people that do not get married at 40, 50 is, is really, really, is very low compared to the number of people that get married. So the possibility of you not getting married all your life is very slim. So the, what does that mean? Stop making this singlehood look like it is going to last forever. Like it is going, going to last you eternity. No, no. The agenda of God is for you to be settled, for you to, to be fruitful, for you to multiply, for you to get married. He, he wants to set the solid tree into families. That's what scripture says. So it is on God's agenda to set to you. But when you now hate the season you are in, you miss out on the lessons. When you miss out on the lessons, you will not grow. When you do not grow, you become, you become toxic to the society. You become toxic 
to the environment. And God do not have to start looking for another means to help you learn the things you ought to learn. So if you are thinking that marriage is that oh, glorious, let me just marry. My sister, the strength you need for marriage is found in singlehood. The wisdom, the the tenacity, the the um, um yeah, the wisdom basically that you need for marriage is found, is cultivated in singlehood. So when all all your days, all your time, you're just thinking about how you will just marry and leave the house and all of that, you well, you you've missed it. So don't let me flog that one. Refuse to hate singlehood. When you hate it. You've missed out on what God wants to do in you and through you in this season. Now, the third thing that you should not do is to pause your life. So this is the one I said I regret because I actually did this. Um, there was a particular point. <laughs> ah, the devil is a bastard. So I was asking myself that how will my husband come, you know? And at that point, my, my elder brother... Um, he was studying um, outside the country. He's still uh, outside the country. And he called me to inform me about this master's opportunity outside Nigeria. And I was asking myself, hmm, if I travel out of Nigeria, what if my husband is in Nigeria? I am going to miss, I would miss out on him. How will he locate me? He will not locate me. If I stay in Nigeria, and I refuse to travel. What if my husband is now outside the country? He, I will miss out on him. Oh. Hmm. That means I will not marry. You know what? Let me just cuckoo stay in Nigeria. Let me stay in Nigeria. So that at all at all, uh, uh, most likely I'm going to marry a Nigerian. So I should be able ah. to meet my life partner. Do you know that that was how I refused to do masters? And till today... I have still not done masters because now life has happened. I have a cute baby. Not that I still cannot do it, but I'm just trying to help you understand that I had a good opportunity to make a decision, but I refused to make that decision because I felt it was important for me to, to manually, you know, um, manually maneuver my life in a way that I think would help me. Am I God? Am I God? God is the one that settles people. Even if I travel out, what makes you think? What makes you think I still would not have found my husband? Guess what? Do you know how I eventually found my husband? Online. <laughs> Online. So meaning that if he was still the one I was supposed to have married, which I, I mean I'm so grateful I married him anyway. Even if I was, even if I was in which country is so far away from Nigeria? I don't know. Even if I was in far away, far away Australia, for instance, we would have still connected. Most likely, we would have still connected online. Can you imagine? And I was stressing myself, pausing my life, trying, trying to be careful. Ah, what if I don't go for this party? What will not happen? I will not miss my husband. Let me go for this party. Maybe I will see my husband. See, 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 see. Say, stop it. Stop it, please. Please. I need you to just live your life. Just live your life. Stop pausing your life. Stop it. Some of you, you have your masters you're supposed to do. Go and do it. I remember, I think it was my mom that was saying that 
a single person ah when you have a car um um you will chase guys away they will not be able to stay you know so don't have a car oh, whatever you do ensure you don't have a car so that um, um you'll be able to find a husband something like that so there was basically this idea that if you make money if you make if you, if you make really cool money you would drive men away that is a lie from the pits of hell. That sentence is not complete. What happens is this. When you make good money, legal money, eh, you will drive insecure men away. The key word is insecure. Insecure. Not just men. The key word is insecure. So when you make money, when, when you become all that you can become, what happens is you drive insecure men away. So can you big deal? Drive them away because you don't even need them in your life in the first place. If you're married to an insecure man, you can't even get to the height you're supposed to get to. You can't. Because the man will do everything within his power to ensure that you don't get higher than him. But if from now... You try your best, you get to, you, 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 you go as far as, as you can. You will meet people at that level. You will meet men at that level. Strong men, men who have focus. Like, who told you there are no good men at that level? Please, there are. There are. So by all means, by all means, do not pause your life. Oh, what is the first one? <laughs> what is the second one? Then what is the third one? Do not pause your life. Okay? I hope... Um, this first part blessed you. In the second part, I will be talking about things you should do while you are single before you get married. You don't want to miss it. Watch out for the part two. Love you. Mwah. speaking. Things to do while still single, part two. So in the first episode or the first part, I talked about things you should not do. <laughs> I talked about things you should not do. And in this part, I will be talking about things you should do. The number one thing you should do is to know God. Ah, know God. See, away from the cliche, away from church, away from social media and religion, I need you to know God for yourself. Know God for yourself. Like, sit with this God and say, God... I have heard so many people talk about you. I know so much about you. Now, I want to know you. I want to know you for myself. I want to experience you myself. I want to connect with you myself. Like, I, I want you to review yourself to me. Review yourself to me. This is so important because it changes the game for you. When you know God yourself, by yourself, for yourself, you will not be misled. You will not get it wrong maritally. You know, there are so many angels of darkness that come as angels of light. And they quote so much scripture. They twist the scripture they twist it so much that you don't even know they are twisting scripture. And before you know what is going on, you will just be obeying them. By the time you wake up, <laughs> by the time you wake up, they've wasted your time. They've wasted your time. So as much as you can, 
no god personal it helps there was a particular guy i was in a relationship with that ah i thank god for jesus that guy wanted to mess me up but because i didn't i didn't know god so much by myself it's also easy for me to have fallen for him but by the time i understood the light because even even at that point i just knew there was something off like there, there were some scriptures he would quote ah, ah, he will twist this scripture i'll be like hey god <laughs> is this is this really what the bible was talking about but because i didn't have a personal revelation i just have a personal revelation so i did not know but by the time I knew the, the word myself, by the time I knew God myself, there's no way someone will come into my space and scatter my brain and give me scripture that does not align. It's not possible. You cannot come in the flesh and, and try and make it look spiritual. No, because I am a spirit being myself. I am discerning. I hear God myself. So you cannot come and bamboozle me with, oh, the Lord spoke to me, you know, as I was dreaming. Um, um, in my dream, I was wearing all white. Then I also saw you all white. All the other ladies were wearing red. So I just knew, mm, 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 this is the one. This is my babe. You cannot come and do that, my brother. Because even me, God, I am a child of God. I am king and priest unto the Lord. I have divine access to the throne of God. Like I can basically walk boldly into the presence of God and ask. And he's going to answer me because he's also my father. So, so you are not, um, you are not assistant Jesus to me, sir. I know God myself. I hear God myself. I have a relationship with God myself. So, Whatever you say can only confirm what the Lord has told me. It is not that you are the one that will give me the direction. So it is so important for you to know God yourself because it will prevent you from errors, especially the error of choosing a wrong, um, the, what, what's that word? Especially marrying the wrong person. It will, it will prevent you from marrying the wrong person and it will help you make the right decisions in life. So know God personally, away from what your mother has, you know, taught you about God, away from what you've heard. I need you to know God personally. Spend this time, spend this time knowing God. For instance, the things I used to do when I was single, I don't do them in that frequency now that I am married or should I say now that I have a child. I don't do them in that frequency now that I have a child. Why? I have a child. I have a child. So when I was single, I can afford to, you know, in fact, when I was single, I would never even miss a WhatsApp class. Miss it, K. Why now? No, no. I will be spot on, right on time, typing in all my glory. But see me, I have a baby to attend to. <laughs> I have a baby to attend to and I am grateful for this season too but the point I'm trying to make is that this is a season to establish that solid foundation about God you know sometimes I ask myself what would I teach my child about God but one thing is certain you see the, the experience I've had with God ah oh deep oh deep and I'm trusting I'm trusting God that my child will see me walk the talk so I am not just going to be say, oh, Jesus, Jesus, she will see me walk that talk. And she will know that of a truth, her mother was a woman of God, a child of God, loved by God. Do you understand? So now is a good time to invest in your relationship with God. Before you start investing in a, in a life partner or in, 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 yeah, of course, in a life partner, in marriage, invest in your relationship with God. Get sold out for Jesus. Invest. And that leads me to the second thing. Invest in you. 
Invest in your person. Know yourself. Know yourself. Know yourself. You owe it to yourself to know yourself. Some of you don't, you don't even know your temperament. You don't know your temperament. Some of you, you don't even know your love language. And you're looking for somebody's son to love you. My sister, <laughs> before somebody's son is gonna love you, you're gonna love yourself. <laughs> What's up with this gonna gonna? But do, do you get the point? Before you start insisting on somebody's son to love you, you have to love yourself. You owe it to yourself to love yourself. You owe it to yourself to know yourself. You owe it to yourself to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Spend money on yourself. Stop waiting on who will buy you buy you Valentine gift. But order that thing yourself. Order it in your name. Have it delivered to you. Sit down like the princess, like the queen, like the royalty that you are and enjoy, enjoy that thing you bought. Get yourself a dress. Get yourself makeup. Whatever it is that catches your fancy, buy it for yourself. Teach yourself how to treat yourself. Did you get that? Teach yourself how to treat yourself. Meaning that when you treat yourself well, you are showing yourself how to love yourself. And by extension, you are showing people how to love you. So they, they don't have a choice. They will love you right because they will say that even to yourself, you treat yourself right. But when you always treat yourself like trash, you always talk down on yourself, you always belittle yourself, you feel you are no good. You are not looking for somebody's son to see, to see you in a good light. Ah, no, ma. No, no. All wrong. Go wrong. Let it start with you. So know yourself. I have said three things in this category. Know yourself, invest in yourself, and love yourself. <laughs> know who you are. Know whose you are. You are the child of God. You are, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Know who you are in Christ. Know who you are. Know, know your place. Know yourself. Know your likes and your dislikes. Sit down, my baby. Sit down with yourself and understand yourself. Why am I, why am I the way I am? Why do I do the things I do? Why do I do the things I do? Why, why do I react this way? Some of you, you have trauma issues that you have to deal with. Now is a good time. Hold on, please. Now, now is a good time to deal with it. Now is a good time. Now is a good time to deal with it. Some of you are supposed to go for counseling. Yes. Some of you need therapy. You cannot, you cannot just be running to marriage when you've not even worked on yourself. When you've not even, you, you, you are not delivered from the things you are chasing after. Somebody's son cannot love you the right way <laughs> until you work on yourself, until you know yourself, until you love yourself, until you invest in yourself. Go and take that course. Do you understand? Learn that skill. Learn it. Develop yourself. Build yourself. Even if you have the desire to be a full-time housewife. Some people have that desire. And in this season of my life, I, I, I don't think it is right or wrong right to, to desire to be a full-time housewife my own is what whatever it is you want to do add value to your own life and to your world add value by all means add value whatever it is you want to do add value right so even if they'll say um okwe mioga i don't know if you see, if, if you see those kind of memes you know where they'll say ah all i just want to do is to spend my husband's money <laughs> I just want to be. I just want to be the the wife of the boss. <laughs> Good or bad, I don't. So you be the judge. But the most important thing is build yourself. 
in this season, build yourself. Take up. See, you have time. Oh, I know. Say, be like, say, you know, get time. It looks as if you do not have time, but you do. You have time. So leverage all the time you have now to study yourself, to even know yourself, to fall in love. See, take yourself on a date. Now is the time to do that. The third thing I need you to do in this single season of in, in this in this phase of your life as a single person, right, is for you to walk in purpose. Walk in purpose. It is very important. I have come to see that when you find your purpose early in life, especially when you find your purpose early in life, especially as a single person. When you find sorry, I'm so sorry about that. When you find your purpose early in life, especially as a single person, it makes a world of difference. It determines who you marry. Because you already know where you are headed. So when you see somebody moving in a completely different direction from where you are headed, you would be able to say, ah, no, <laughs> our journeys are too different. Or you'll be able to say, okay, how can we, you know, merge? How where, where do we meet? Can we even walk together? So it makes it easier. When you walk in your purpose by when you know your purpose and you walk in it, it makes it easier for you to even choose a life partner. Because now you know where you are. You know, you know. Do you know what you're going to spend the rest of your life doing? Does that mean it cannot change? Of course, plans change, pursuits change, and all that. But there is a sense of direction for you. You know, so I, I noticed that many ladies are just waiting for a man to give them life direction. Uh -uh. Like it's your Google map. No, sir. No, ma. If you need direction, go to the source. Go to the one that created you in his own image and after his likeness. Go to that. He see, he has a purpose for you. He has a plan for you. It is not just, oh, I like to do this. I don't like to do this. Mm -mm. There is an assignment with your name on it that he wants you to fulfill. And there are things he wants you to do on this, your journey. At every season, there are things he wants you to do. So what are those things? It is up to you to figure them out. It is up to you to find them. It is up to you to walk in them. And by doing so, you would enjoy life. One of the major reasons why I don't have regrets uh, um, as a single person is because, is that, sorry, is that I walked in purpose. Yes, I, I am so proud of myself. Proud to know that I started this journey even before I got married. Like I was already into the counseling profession before I got married. I knew this was this was what God wanted me to do, and it was just so beautiful working in that. So when my when my husband came into the space, like okay, so he came into the space, then I began to walk in purpose. That was actually how it was for me. But the truth was. I was still single. I wasn't married. So it just made a lot of sense for us. So now when I tell him, ah, Oba, I have a session today, he is not angry because he understands. He knows that this is a dream. Do you get? Now, I know I said something earlier that plans can change. Yes, plans can change. But at least for now, know where you did go. It is very important. Okay, so I'm going to stop here for now. In my next um, should I say next batch of 13 minutes, I will continue with the things you should do as a single person. Bye! <laughs> Esther Shulari speaking. So this is the third, um, the third part of the series, Singlehood, Things to Do While Still Single. The third thing that you should do 
is to serve others. Yes, learn how to serve. Some of you, you don't know how to serve. Learn how to serve. Choose to volunteer. Yes, you work in nine to five, but if you have the opportunity, volunteer, volunteer for an organization. Work on somebody's dreams. Help another person achieve his or her dreams. Do you understand? Baby seats, very important. This was one thing I wish I did before I got married, really. Because I put to bed and I'm like, um, ma, what should I do with her, ma? How, how should I take care of her? <laughs> it's <was> so funny. <laughs> like, I really, really wish I, I, you know, I did that. I really, really, although before, when I was pregnant or something I did, I um, went to the children department of my church and I sat for like, um, I think two months or three, I can't really remember. And it was like, OMG, is this how children really are? So I didn't have that experience of how children behave because I am the last born and, you know, I didn't get to have any younger ones to take care of. So being in that space and seeing babies crying, wanting their diapers changed, having to back baby and all of that, I'm like, um, wow, this is a big deal. But I wish I, I deliberately, you know, helped other people to babysit their children i feel i would have been more equipped and things would have been a lot more easier for me as a first time mom so serve people serve in church some of you just go to church you come back ah uh, uh, guest speaker please ma i beg you by the message of god go and serve there serve with your hearts serve with your time like there are some things i did in my church when i was single that right now i don't do them or let me say i do it but in a different way in a different dimension do you understand so now that you are single enjoy that service to the lord enjoy that service to people support people's dreams learn learn values yes that's another one learn values you need to learn values and now is a good time to learn values don't just think that life will just happen and you know you just go on and on like that no there are some values that you need in your marriage abby learn them from now i noticed that when you serve under people when you deliberately put yourself in that situation where you are you are of service like you are truly serving you learn a lot of things that you would not have learned even if even 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 if you spent every day reading so so serve now the fourth thing is read <laughs> read read please enough of seeing you want to be the kind of spouse that your children the kind of mother that your children will be grateful for there are some things that will not come so easy to you when you get married but you can do them you can you can you can put them in, in your reservoir now one of them is reading ah i i oh god i read when i was single now i am trying to read and my baby is pulling my hair and i'm like oh <laughs> i still get to read anyway but not just as much as i did then so read invest in your intellectual capacity read books read, read the bible not not only the bible read just read sha. you get find what interests you and read choose to develop this upstairs so that when we are talking with someone there is substance okay the next thing you need to do is to build relationships 
build relationships. Not every brother is a potential husband. Not every brother is a potential husband. Build relationships deliberately. Just choose to have friends. Choose to, to be there for people. Choose to be kind to people. Choose to learn love at the feet of the father. Yes, learn it. Now is the time to learn it. If not, you will raise your children the way you were raised. And God help you. They did not raise you well. Or, or they, they, they raised you with so much fear. You will just do the same to your children. Now is a good time to build relationships. Have networks. And I notice that when you volunteer, it opens you up to those kind of relationships. And you never can tell how it will bless you later on in life. The other thing you need to do, the fifth thing you need to do is pray. Oh, yes, you need to pray. You need to pray. Pray into your future. Pray, pray as, as much as you can. Pray. Pray about anything and everything. From who to marry, to your children, to your in-laws. There are some there are some things I see in my life right now, and I know that they are results or products of the prayers I prayed years ago. Don't don't underestimate the power of prayers, though. Don't underestimate the power of investing in prayers. I need you to start investing into your future by praying. Pray for the kind of marriage you want, the kind of in-laws you want the kind of the kind of house you want to live in now it's a good time to start doing those things then the sixth thing i need you to do is to enjoy your life i know i, I talked about it earlier but i'm saying it again enjoy your life please enjoy your life don't 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 think that it is when you get married you start to enjoy no you see when, when we just got married, ah, it was awesome. It really was awesome. You know, but when a child came into the picture, for me, I, would, I can't say, I'm not going to make a general sent, um, statement. I'm just talking about myself. I noticed that it changed the dynamics of our marriage. I, I cannot just say, oh, I want to stroll. I just got to have fun. <laughs> I say, I'm going and I'm carrying diaper. <laughs> you know, the other day I went out. There was this training that I went for and I had to, you know, keep my baby at home. I had to leave before the end of the day, before the end of the program. Why? I just could not cope with the fact that my baby was at home and they said she was really crying. I had to leave. I, I was laughing at myself that, ah, you, you that you go out, you spend 12 hours, you say you're at the training. Look at you. You can't even do six hours. <laughs> You know, but it just shows that I am in a new season and I embrace it with joy. So enjoy the season. Enjoy the fact that it is just you. Enjoy the siblings the Lord has given to you. Enjoy, enjoy whatever it is you have available to you. Enjoy it. Don't, don't belittle it. Don't insult it. Appreciate it. Learn through this season and become the better person God wants you to become. Because that is that's it. Ultimately, God wants you to become a better person. So that when you're getting married, you're not damaged goods. You are at least you are all right. Even though in marriage you are still a work in progress and God is still married to prune you and make you better. But it is not that you are now completely minus minus 50. No, 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 no. So now in the, now that you're in this season, I want you to enjoy 
this season. Stop stressing. Stop stressing. Instead of worrying about when and how it will happen, focus on prayers. Prepare for marriage. Kai, I forgot that one. Prepare for marriage. Prepare for marriage. How do you prepare for marriage? You prepare for marriage by, one, asking God to open your eyes to what marriage really is from his perspective. Because I could have said, oh, just look up to other people that are doing the right kind of marriage. But how would you know? But when you focus on God and allow him to teach you what marriage is and how marriage should be, it makes life easier and better. You begin to see marriage from God's lens and it is easy for you to replicate that in your own life. Okay? So ask God, open the eyes of my understanding. Help me to understand marriage from your perspective. One. Two. Surround yourself with, 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 with quality marriages. Enough of, of you focusing on negative marriages. Every day, you're always reading about people that divorce, kill all day. There are good marriages around. But if you refuse to open your eyes to it, you will not see it. Then the, the third thing under this is read books about marriage. Read books about marriage. And most importantly, practicalize it in your mother's house or father's house that you are in. If you live alone, practicalize it. Let's just be a better person. That's it. Preparing for marriage is basically about being a better person. Being selfless. Being kind. Being loving. You know, being thoughtful. That's it. So don't waste you, um, somebody's song comes your way before you begin to do all of that. You can start from now. Now is a very, very good time to start. So I, I trust that you'll be able to put all of these things into practice. What is the summary of all I have said? Um, in part one, I talked about the things you should not do <laughs> as a single person. And I said, don't waste your time. Um, I said, don't waste your time. I said, don't pause your life. And I can't remember the third one right now. But yeah, that's basically it. And later, I, I talked about the things you should do as a single person. And I said, know God personally. Know yourself. Serve people. Serve God. Build quality relationships. Pray. Enjoy singlehood and prepare for marriage. And God will give you the desires of your heart. He will even exceed your expectations. I hope this um, class blessed you. I hope it was, it was what you wanted. Um, if you want to know more, um, how will I put this now? If you want to learn from my other resources, you can go to my website, www.diaryofasinglelady.com or just simply follow me on Instagram at diaryofasinglelady.official Thank you so much for listening. Do have a beautiful night rest. I can't wait for you to start implementing all the things we have talked about. The Lord will help us. Let us just, let us just share a word of prayer. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you because you would help us to be doers of your word. Amen. So my baby is looking at me like, uh, what is mommy doing? This is it though. When I was single, I can go on and on. But now that I am a mommy, I have to be mindful of this great little human. Amen. <laughs> to have a beautiful day, Joe. Beautiful night as the case might be. Bye.